Hey, welcome back everyone. And once again, I would like to express my appreciation to all of you that listen to our sermons um, or watch. <laughs> um, you are choosing to listen to our sermons when there are so many better quality um, programs to listen to. And, and that truly humbles me. Uh, my goal is to get better and better after every podcast or video we make. And um, I hope that our Christ-centered message of love and hope resonates with you. And um, if not, then I hope it'll soften your heart and allow you to be that shining light that leads others to Christ Jesus and not push others away. Um, in week one, we discussed what legalism is. But this week, we will discuss the dangers of judgmentalism. First, it is important that we define the differences in healthy discernment and harmful judgment. Um, I like the Oxford's Dictionary um, definition of discernment. Um, it says in a Christian context, the perception in the absence of judgment, the absence of judgment, with a view of obtaining spiritual guidance. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, that spiritual guidance is definitely key to what we're trying to do here. Um, this means that without rushing to do the easy thing and to judge another, to discern is to help another see their wrongdoings and offer them advice on how to overcome them of course, until we already have a relationship with that person, we cannot offer discernment. Discernment is something that's personal. Um, you don't want to just go because it becomes judgmentalism. I mean, it becomes judgment if, if you don't already have a relationship with that person. So it's very important that we first have a relationship. And we build those relationships before we try to give anybody any uh, advice um, on, on how they live their own lives. So I would assume that we all already know the definition of judgment. But in case you don't, the Webster's Dictionary also describes it as a divine sentence or decision a divine sentence wow I, that's a sentence that can only be handed down by God himself so <laughs> when you are judging others it is harmful to not only them that you're judging but it's also harmful to you because 
You are in fact playing the role of God when you judge. Um, I mean, it's like God can't handle it. He can't do the job himself. He needs your help. If it wasn't for you, I mean, how would he get by? How would he do it? That's what that is, is that is spiritual uh, insecurity. You're insecure with your spiritual faith because you don't trust the roles that the Father has laid out for us. God is the Father and the Creator. Jesus is the judge. The Holy Spirit is the guide. So once you have Jesus in your life, the Holy Spirit will then work inside of you to make those changes needed. Um, all we are is the light that leads others to Christ. That's it. We're just the light. And I've got to... Well, first, I want to make... I want to tell on myself a little bit. I, I used to be a fairly conservative Christian. I'm still fairly conservative in some ways, but I used to be a conservative Christian. Um, when people say they were born in the wrong bodies, I was... Mm, what? I didn't really understand the LGBTQIA plus community. And for that, I'm very sorry. And I'm doing the work and I'm trying to bring awareness because I don't want people to think the way I thought. And it's, it's just not the way it's supposed to be. Um, you see, when I was looking into the LGBTQIA+, and I found the I, it shook me, it shook me because it kind of blew away some of those, those thoughts I had about God created only man and woman, um, because the intersex people are in fact, or well not in fact, they have both sets of chromosome, both male and female. So they are neither male nor female. And now I'm going to go to a hypothetical story that I'm sure has happened numerous times. But I don't personally know anybody. So let's say an intersex person from the neck down. Yeah, all woman. But maybe has some manly features in her face or their face. Um... As they're going in, all these Christians are outside saying they're sinners, going to go to hell. Uh, why? Why? Because God made them that way. And God doesn't make mistakes. So if, if God doesn't make mistakes, then who are we to judge? In fact, in Matthew, it specifically tells us but commands us actually to not judge unless we want to be judged in that same manner. I don't want to be judged in that manner. I don't think any of you do. So 
Now, let's say the judgment for Jesus. Let's be the light that, that attracts people. Let's be the love, a, a good shining example of the ever-loving uh, grace of, of God in, in Christ. Um, I think that's very important because people need love. And you're going to make more, bring people to more life, changing decisions by loving them than you are by chastising them. By chastising them, you're just pushing them away. So at any rate, um, I can only imagine what that person would be feeling. You know, God made them this way. Why would God make them away and then have his people chastise them? That's maybe that person's even a Christian. So you got to think about this before you open your mouth. Um, you know, I think in the Bible it says, you know, be slow to speak and be quick to listen. We, we should listen more than we speak. And I've got to work on that myself. So, I mean, I'm not perfect either. But next week we're going to discuss the role of grace. And until next time, show the love, be the light.